0: Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at Fifty Seven, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment conversations.
1: Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffat's right.
0: M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964.
1: Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux
2: Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's mini storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready to purchase items. Bisque studio time or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email Ceramics at gmail.com for more details. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssouefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Micro Grants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at
3: org Welcome back, everybody. It's been such a great pleasure to start off a new segment now that we've been doing about a month, and it is all about recipients of the Sioux Falls Arts Council Artist Micro Grant. And there are lots of people that have been receiving them so we're going to be doing it for a while Uh, but uh, one of my favorite people is here because she received one for her group monstrous little theater debbie jones how are you
4: i'm great so happy to see you
3: likewise uh and so tell me when it came to receiving a sioux falls arts council micro grant what did you use that for then with your company
4: we were applying specifically for rabbit hole when we did rabbit hole of mm-hmm. um that show was one of our more expensive shows we'd done and we were so grateful to receive um the grant support to make it happen it was such a beautiful show um that year the lead actress mindy won best actress yeah, stage at the awards. Falls stage yeah. awards yeah and it it was just a really meaningful show kim bartling directed um, and I'm so grateful that we could make it happen in Sioux Falls.
3: All right. So you said uh, it was the most expensive show that you'd put on uh, in terms of the rights to it, or what, just in uh,
4: general? Yeah. Okay. At, at that time, we've done a, we've had a more expensive show since mm-hmm. then. Okay. Uh, we're we're still growing as a company, but right. um, but yeah, with the with the rights, um, and then um, paying all the actors that we mm-hmm. did, and then the. Obviously, we hired a director, um, which when we first started, we were doing shows where we would direct, act, and produce, do everything ourselves, the and then work. we just wouldn't pay ourselves yeah. for that just so that we could make it happen. So the more people are getting involved, we want to make sure we're paying those artists. So um, we're so grateful to get more more and more people involved. but as we do that, obviously that is an additional expense that we're considering. I mean, so. very
3: true. And <laughs> you know, the thing that people forget so often is how many people that we have that are involved in arts and entertainment, uh that it's not just this little hobby thing it's you know a, a way to make some uh whether it be a living for many mm-hmm. uh but to also it's more of an avocation and people that do that deserve to be rewarded mm-hmm. uh and not just with accolades but uh you know with uh, financial support because uh even when it comes to you know people that are uh you know doing one of your shows okay they still have to take time away from their family. They mm-hmm. still have to, in, in fact, uh, in her case, didn't she have to drive from Brookings?
4: No, she's, okay, she, she's in Sioux Falls. She, mm-hmm. Okay,
3: she does live in Sioux Falls. I thought she was from Brookings for some reason. but uh, Anyway, uh, still, you know, people take time out. They've got gas. Uh, and they're probably missing a meal at some point. Mm-hmm. They need to grab McDonald's on the way. Uh, so to be able to pay them, that has to be a great relief for you now. That you've grown to that part in your company.
4: Yeah, yeah, and I mean not just that, but those those people are skilled and trained, and they that that skill and that training deserves that deserves a little something as well. Yeah, um, especially
3: if it was college tuition. Oh my gosh,
4: <laughs> and yeah, and not only that, but the the space itself, um, space in Sioux Falls, performance space mm. and rehearsal space is becoming more and more difficult to come by without um, having financial, you know financial backing for that so um yeah that's that was another additional we performed at in the events room at eighth and railroad which was just a beautiful beautiful room um but i mean if we had been able to add like more platforms or if we had the money to you know add more things it only makes the makes the atmosphere better and better so just the more the more things you do and the more people who get involved the yeah the more expensive it becomes so very thankful for the support of the Sioux Falls Arts Council and their micro-grant program.
3: Yeah, and uh, were you surprised at how simple it was to fill out that application?
4: So surprised. <laughs> I, I think it's such a great thing because yeah. so often um, grants, I mean, just with the grants that I've interacted with through the Washington Pavilion with DAPA, mm-hmm. um, some grants... Are so complex. They and each grant will requires something different with your application, and then not only with the application but the upkeep. I mean, we've we've got a full time person at the pavilion who just does the grants. Mm-hmm. Brett Cooper, he's wonderful, um, because it is a full time job to be able to like manage those right. and and make sure you're following all of the rules of each different one. So to have something simple that's really just meant to help the artist specifically is just um just amazing we're really and the lucky. great the
3: great thing is uh with this program it is for all art disciplines yes and uh i think that is just so great that nobody is excluded mm-hmm. uh and one of the things that the sioux falls arts council is very good about anyway is inclusion
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh and so we're finding out you know people are using it to um help make uh shirts and skirts for native americans graduating uh you've got your program we've got the people that maybe have a disability Mm. uh, or something that uh, requires a little extra attention one of my friends is an
4: art teacher and and she's an art teacher in one of the school districts nearby um and she as an art teacher you're required to like pay for credits every so every few years and she didn't have the money to pay for the additional credits in Mm -hmm. order to keep teaching um, just with all of the other expenses that come with life and they applied for a grant and got it and that helped like again like it's just so helpful and it, like you said it's amazing how many yeah. disciplines and how many areas and how many different kinds of people can benefit yeah. um, from these grants
3: so what would you tell somebody that's thinking of applying for absolutely
4: a apply <laughs> your your individual needs um, for your art are seen and heard and important. Um, and again, it's so simple to apply. Uh, I think I wrote one paragraph in my application. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I just made sure to hit the major points of this is what we're doing with it. This is how it will actively benefit the community or, you know, this, this area. Um, at least that's how it worked for me. And I know it's, it's different for every single person.
3: Well, I recall that show when it was, fantastic thank you uh, it uh you know heart-wrenching yeah uh, but uh heart-wrenching good yeah yeah but mm-hmm. uh, so so great that because that is one of the things that you do uh with monstrous is you you go a little edgy uh, you go a little <laughs> bit beyond what the uh, typical popular play would be and so forth just to present something new
4: yeah uh, and not just something new but something that we think is meaningful mm-hmm. and important and that people will benefit from Seeing and thinking about.
3: All right. And we're glad that you could benefit from a Sioux Falls Arts Council.
4: Thank you. Artist microgrant.
3: All right. And I'll actually be speaking to you here in just a couple of minutes again. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Debbie.
1: Thank you.
3: All right. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
1: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
0: the Dave Hawley Hour in a very
2: easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup at
3: DaveHawleyHour.com. Welcome back, everybody. See, you already started to say it, didn't you? It's always a pleasure to talk Sue Empire Arts and Entertainment. You're getting so used to it now. You're going to be disappointed the day I don't say it again, aren't you? Yeah. Well, that day's a hell of a long way off, but we're going to have fun today, that is for sure, because we have... Folks from Improv Falls here, we have the man that introduces and closes each show of the Dave Holly Hour, Mr. Zach Dresch. How are you, sir? If I were any better, I'd be twins. Yes. (laughs) We need to make that sticker, too. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Miss Debbie Jones.
4: Hey. How are ya? I'm so happy to be here.
3: Oh, wonderful. Always a pleasure to have everybody on the show. You're all repeating guests. Chris, this is your second time, though you got some catching up to do with these people. I do. Chris Andrews, however, you have been on the show before, and you all are such integral parts of Improv Falls. And recently you found out that you all will be the first group in the new series from the Washington Pavilion, live and local. Yes, we're so excited. Yeah, that's uh, coming up next Thursday, the 21st. Mm Mm-hmm. Tickets right over here just printed this morning. <gasps> Perfect. <laughs> we got our seats ready because we try not to miss anything. I think the last time I actually had an event going on. Yeah, I think yeah. you had a
0: Canaries game or something. Yeah, yeah. I had to yeah. MC
3: for that that night, so I, I missed out on that. But uh, you guys always put on such a great show, so it's no wonder that when the Pavilion started putting this out there, uh that they thought you guys to put in and uh, i think it's going to be really really cool uh so debbie you're somebody that actually works at the pavilion yes uh not particularly in that section because you're at dapa the whole time mm-hmm. uh but uh did you get the early notification then that you guys have been chosen
4: no i found out along with everyone else okay
3: all at the same time Mm -hmm. huh
4: i know even the the people who were on this election committee were very sneaky didn't give any hints so i knew knew. you knew (laughs) knew.
3: yeah is that because you have espn yes okay i thought you did (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right chris uh tell us about uh, your enjoyment of being in an improv group especially improv falls
2: Oh man, I, I, I really enjoy being surrounded by people who kind of bring me up and make me better, and uh, boy, this group really does that. That, that, that charges me up. Oh, I, I know.
3: I did. Like In fact, uh, I, I think they've done such a great job that uh, you really became a superhero, like a, like a transformer once. <laughs> That's right. Sure. Oh, such a good memory. Still one of the greatest bits I've ever seen out of you guys. Fine. Yeah. You take those two chairs down to the icon. Uh, but uh, fantastic stuff. Debbie, what about for you? What is it about this group especially then? Because you've been in improv a long time.
4: Yeah. I mean our mission is to bring joy and inspire bravery in ourselves and others by making stories on the spot. And honestly, it's it's something that i constantly need for myself so i'm just really grateful for the joy and the bravery that these guys give me
3: yeah oh my good friend dear friend zach Drush. <laughs> is there anything that makes you happier
0: uh <clears throat> excuse me
3: without getting personal that is right oh, <laughs> sorry i'm not coughing i'm tearing up um <laughs> no
0: uh but no it's it's improv is the reason why i do everything else i do and so it it when i didn't do it for a couple years it felt super weird not being a part of Mm -hmm. it and then when we started this up in 2018 it just made sense and it was full circle so it really it's the most important thing to me and it keeps me on my toes with everything else i do so i i cherish improv falls and i cherish you guys and i
3: love being a part of it well and and the great thing is you know a lot of people know you uh well first of all they recall you as being you know the uh flu bug actually also
0: chris and debbie are like double-handedly the people that responsible for me being flu bug uh-huh. honestly because you emailed me in 2016 about that saying hey you should really audition for this <gasps>
2: chris <laughs> yeah
0: and I actually went Do through my 20%. archives.
2: I don't. I don't. But I'm very happy to help.
0: I went through <laughs> my email archives because I was looking up. Um, I'm, I'm working on a bit where in 2016, they had Nickelodeon and Disney casting agents coming to town, which oh ended gosh. up being a scam. Yeah. Um, and I was looking. I just typed in the word audition in my email. And I saw your email from me in 2016 that said you should audition for this flu bug thing. Yeah. And I didn't so. really
2: meet you until... Years we had met later. a couple times. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I didn't know him very well. I knew uh-huh. him, and that's why they were asking. I was like, "Yeah, I know a guy."
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I I credit you with that. Wow. I honestly, yeah. Well, in the meantime, uh, people know you for that, but also your stand-up comedy. Yeah. And how does improv compare to stand-up? Uh, well,
0: it's a marriage of the two. So I think stand-up comedy is prepared material, but you need that improv background in case things go awry or a joke doesn't land the way you (laughs) planned it to. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times that improv is that little secret you have in your pocket yeah. that keeps you stronger on stage in your arsenal i so. just want
4: everyone to know he patted his butt when he said he did didn't, didn't you my pocket
3: i, my pocket, I <laughs> primarily have butt pockets <laughs> yeah he scratched his man boobs <laughs> earlier too <laughs> oh yeah. yeah that was not <laughs> i
4: didn't see that but. Yeah. Yeah. be thankful for it okay. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right debbie how about for you as an actor on stage then having that back pocket of improv how does that assist you
4: The My favorite part about improv is that it gives you so much freedom to experiment with characters um, and creating new characters just on the spot, uh, allowing yourself the, yeah, again, that freedom to just let go of your filters in in the sense of like, would this be weird? Would this be too Mm -hmm. crazy? Or you just get to have fun and and make up new things. So on stage, um, like especially for, you know, Scenarios like Bear Bodkins, where you get you are kind of creating new characters with all of the different characters you're playing. Again, it just allows that foundation of inspiration for um, all the things you can do um, when you're acting. In yeah. And shows.
3: besides that, uh, you also happen to be a director and a producer uh, with your own company, Monstrous Little Theater. When you are casting a show, do you look for somebody that has that improv?
4: Um, not necessarily. We're looking for um, people who, you know, first of all, can portray the character and who will work well with others. So, I mean, I guess with improv, you're, it, improv really, really requires great collaborators and great listeners, um, which is also a key thing in actors as well, is that you're a great collaborator and a great listener. Yeah.
3: Chris, uh, you are just an amazing actor in many ways. Uh, Again, I I still applaud you for Lombardi. Mm -hmm. And after talking to you about that performance, um, you said that, you know, maybe the lines weren't always the same every night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I brought my improv to bear.
2: And brought everyone else's improv to bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Nancy Demkin
3: going. Oh, where the oh, hell is he yeah. going with this? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about being on stage in general, whether it be improv, whether it be a comedy or a drama? I, you know, my
2: therapist once told me that I liked theater because it gave me permission to right. experience my emotions, and I always fall back on that. I yeah you know, having. Just historically, not given myself permission to experience everything fully. Um, being in that role where it's your job, and you have permission, and by the way, you did it well. You experienced those emotions well. And
1: holy cow, man! <laughs> yeah. For somebody who
2: who doesn't um, always feel everything uh, to the extent that it should be felt, that that was that was that's a nice blessing. Now I say that, and it sounds like I'm in trouble. Since I've gotten into theater, I can experience emotions fully, and it's yeah. wonderful. But, but, you know, it was, so that's that's what I enjoy about it is really getting into it and really feeling something uh, true and sincere. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it.
3: When did you get into theater?
2: You know, uh, really, when I came to town, mm-hmm. um, "The Boys Next Door" was my first show um, here yes, with Vicky Fuller, that. and uh, yeah. she was the director there, and and uh jim Lees and a whole bunch of the tom cleverod we had a number mm-hmm. of uh Nicky mickey mcinerney which is not his name anymore but that's <laughs> that's how i'll refer to him forever but anyway uh, yeah that uh boys next door what a what a really great and uh and murph was in it so mm-hmm. it was a great show
3: debbie what's been your most exciting part in improv whether it's been a particular bit that you recall or A particular game that you really think is the the way that you all perform the best?
4: See, this is a tough question, Dave, because honestly, after every show, it's like I black out. We're just so, I'm so, like, present and in the moment that we do, we do a a show wrap usually a couple days after we do a Mm -hmm. performance where we go through each game and as we're going through each game and talking about what went well and what didn't I'm like wow I don't remember that (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) cool um but I mean my favorite game I think that we play is always murder mystery I love like getting to play out my own twist on what I think it could be and and trying to Um, portrayed differently what somebody just portrayed to me to the next person I think is just it's a fun way to connect with the audience too because they get to kind of see your thought process play out on stage um, while you're using like mime and uh, gibberish so it's it's really fun to
3: that is a crowd favorite that is for sure And as somebody that has done improv in the past, it's one I'm glad I don't have to be in. (laughs) Because that's that's got some strange stuff to it. But it is surprising how things can get conveyed Mm -hmm. via that, the miming and the uh, gibberish and so forth. And uh, then it's fun to see who nailed it, uh, who got a little different twist on it, and then at the end of the telephone line, who really missed. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's also great then, one person at the end, does know it mm-hmm. uh and uh, that's such an exciting game to to see out uh you guys also do long form mm-hmm. uh but you also at the end of your long form and then you basically do another showstopper uh and that you guys call it blind lines it's mm-hmm. been called a number of things uh who decided that that was going to be basically the way you close out every show
4: it was a decision per se.
3: I think it was just
0: a unanimously a mutual decision or mostly unanimous. I mean like maybe there was a detractor or two but <coughs> Chris. Um, but I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. not Chris's favorite it's game. Not Chris. It's not Really? But he's
4: really good at it still.
0: One thing I found recently Especially if um, it's about an orange uh, extension cord. <laughs> <laughs> One, one thing I found recently doing like trivia and stuff is that people like to be involved with a show even if they're not in the show per se. True. And so we figure closing on a high with something that they're involved with, in my opinion, is a great way to end a show. Yeah. And so that's I think that's why we put it at the end. Mm-hmm. That's my personal reasoning. Mm-hmm. But um,
3: sorry to throw you under the bus, Chris.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am the weirdo of the group with that. People love it people it well,
3: yeah they do uh but uh doesn't being a weirdo make you that much better yes that's why uh, i said it yes i kind of figured you <laughs> might the weirdo here guys <laughs> <laughs> let's get this straight chris the weirdo <laughs> Andrews. Put that on your it, team yeah. <laughs> yeah he lies chris the weirdo right all right so <laughs> what is, what has been your favorite bit that you've ever been in or favorite game
2: <clears throat> uh Murder mystery is really great. I love the long form. I love the story and the and 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 the the art of long form. Um, it, it's uh, not what we're the best at yet. It's something we're really really mm-hmm. getting better at. Um, but I love the arc out of nowhere, mm-hmm. which is that transformer bit. That was long form, right. if I remember yeah. right. Yes, yeah. it was. And and uh, it, that was so beautiful. It was it was technically right, and and that's what I would love. And, you know, sometimes with improv, you have a game or a show that um, would be technically beautiful if you execute it right. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes you don't execute it perfectly. And that's kind of the art of improv itself, you know, that, hey, oops, I missed that one. But we have a whole team of people who are backing each other up at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know each other really well. And uh, we're a good team. And so, yeah, okay, oops, we, we missed that. Oh, we didn't, I didn't name you as a character. I didn't call you a name. Hey, we get we figure it out. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we were all in it at the same time, and that's as a long form. If if, if you're going to do that really really well, man, you have to have a good team to know the patterns and know the know each other and that's sort of thing. It's pretty cool. Well, when you write your
3: uh, book about long form improv, you can call it the arc out of nowhere. Arc out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Uh, But it does take a a good team. And, uh, you know, you obviously are here to be on the podcast to talk about the fact that Live and Local is coming up next Thursday. Uh, But in the meantime, talk about the others that aren't here today.
4: We've got some great, great players on our team. We have Emily Wilson, who is always creating, like, new big characters. Um, Jessica Graber, who's just, like, a master professional, like, listener and and uh, can take what whatever you say and just create a story out of it, out of nowhere. Um, Bill Ballard, who I love his style of like, just kind of like muted listening at the beginning to like create the, to really build the reality of a story. Um, Michael Sorensen, who's just, oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how his brain works. He is just, he's amazing with his, his musicianship. Yeah. Um, but he can just, he's, yeah, something so, so subtle good. is so
0: brilliant it's just something so subtle he'll throw in like like <laughs> if you're in a bathroom he'll throw in a sink sound like yeah. he just <laughs> yeah. knows it. or something else more gross um but like <laughs> he knows like what to throw in
4: i'm so grateful for him he yeah. adds such another dynamic to our team um and it's fun because when he when he practices with us he'll, he'll like Play the warm-up games with us too, so he's he's learning True. the skill right yeah. along with us. Did we
2: mention that he's the musician? Did I miss that? He's name? the musician. Yeah. He's the musician. He plays <laughs> piano. Yes. Yeah, which is which you just mentioned. He plays warm-up games with us. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's really funny. He holds his own with all of us. He's 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 clever. Yeah, no doubt about that.
3: Uh, okay, so um, when it comes to uh, throwing in music, uh, one of the other things you started to do over the past couple of years was uh, the Irish drinking song and a mm-hmm. few things like that um what do you think is the next step for you i mean you've you've got a musician now you've you've got long form that chris said admittedly not your best part yet but you keep working on it uh and and you're welcome improv balls for that no 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 no, totally if if anybody's ever been in improv uh they know that that is a bugger to do properly uh and it does take that team and cohesiveness and so forth. But is there uh, something else that you want to get to?
4: Well, we don't want to lay out all of our. Parts, <laughs>
3: but we are close um, to the best. Right. Yeah. yeah. But
4: one of the big things we're working on right now is is just cleaning up our communication when we're on stage. So we use various different tools when we're on stage to, um, you know, communicate like a freeze or a new scene or something like that, or that we that one of us has an idea that we want to and. Um, We've got so many of those communication tools where we're picking out our favorites and and kind of i um, really cleaning up which ones we will and will not use to make the show more smooth and effective and efficient.
3: Ever looking for new players?
4: We or are you pretty
3: set with what you have.
4: At this time we're pretty set. Yeah. Our eventual dream would be to have like an umbrella company where we've got multiple teams mm-hmm. under us. Like it would it would just be so cool to to be able to do like, you know, multiple shows, even in an evening, um, to create that culture here. It's it, that's in other cities. And, and we would, we have that vision of down the line of creating that here and with improv balls. Um, but yeah, at this time we're, we're fairly set, but I mean, we would love to, we would love to, of course, add new players. It's just the logistics of actually getting that to happen and, and meet the new people. And, and uh do open jams with them so our our hope would be what and what we've done with the past actually um is done like some open jam mm-hmm. sessions where we've had other players come and join us and then through those open jams we're like meeting people and seeing oh they really jive well with us so that that has happened right. before um because obviously we we have added new players yeah. over the years so um so yeah but I don't know if that answered your question. So yes, yes, yes yeah. and I, no. We would love to have new players. Yes, we but are you want to make sure looking. you can
3: go far enough to have it that it's right. more than just an additional player. It's an additional team.
4: Yes, keeping yeah. it sustainable. Um, so, yeah, that's well, you where know we're when, at right when now.
3: Jessica joined, uh, I even told her right up front mm-hmm. afterward. I said I was so leery of you because <gasps> I've been in the position before where we've been in an improv group. And somebody comes in, and they say they've done this, they've done that, they've done that, they've done that, and gets into a show and goes, "Mm, I got nothing. Oh, no. Yeah. And so to see her, I mean, that first night, hitting it right Mm -hmm. out of the park. Oh, man. Oh, man. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's great. (laughs) She can work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what are you looking about uh, besides uh, improv these days? Any any future shows you're going to be in? Well, I'm going to be doing
2: some stage reading with Monstrous Little Theater okay. um, in their next reading. And I'm excited about that because um, I love Monstrous Little Theater. and yeah. I love these <laughs> stage readings. Um, uh, after that, I, I don't have anything. You know, I've got a, a daughter in as a freshman in high school and a mm-hmm. son who's in sixth grade in middle school. So I am trying to make sure that... Uh, the Spend the daddy time, point, too. Yes, yeah. absolutely so that's my first priority but uh and that's why improv is such a cool gig you know because uh it's it's so low touch as far as my personal schedule goes but uh, yeah yeah no we'll see
3: (laughs) no uh, rehearsals four nights a week or anything no yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. although you do rehearse one night a week but it's late that's that's why it fits because it's after bedtimes and everything (laughs) so it's perfect what's up for you debbie Um, besides about a million things probably
4: (laughs) Uh, Right now I'm rehearsing for Spring Awakening with the Goodnight Theater Collective, Mm -hmm. uh, which has been, we just had one rehearsal, I just had one rehearsal so far, and that's just been a a blast. I'm really excited to work with this team and meet, I'm working with people I've never worked with before, so I'm really excited for that. I'm working with a former, a a couple former students, which is also very exciting. Um, Yeah, so that's next, and that's in November Um, But I'm also directing Frozen Jr. for DEPA and and choreographing Frozen Jr. So that is um, a big portion of my A couple hours, huh? Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah. So we're rehearsing four nights a week until the end of October. Um, And then I also portray Hattie Phillips for like tourist groups that come through town. True. um, And do like a little history of Sioux Falls. So we've got a few of those coming up. Yeah. so yeah, it's all a balance. It's all good. Right.
3: Zach, how about for yourself?
0: Uh, just this week, um, I got, like, four gigs in one weekend. Oh um, uh, this is airing Thursday, right? Or no, th- this is Thursday, right? This is Thursday. This is Thursday, this is Thursday yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> well, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be in Vermillion, headlining at the AV Lounge. Okay. Um, it's, it was a movie theater. Now it's renovated to be a, a live venue so very very excited to do that i've got luke johnson and tim jastrom who are vermilion bound or vermilion bred people so mm-hmm. i'm very excited to have that uh be involved with that show then the 16th we've got a comedy slam where there's four comics competing for uh the winning uh comedy tournament at windy city bites and so the winner uh, gets to donate a portion or all of their uh money to charity So we're going to be doing that, so that's going to be fun. And then I'll be at Canton Barn Sunday the 17th uh, for a mixer artist mixer event. So I'm very excited about that. And that'll be at like, I'll be performing at like 6.30pm. There's like a whole day worth Mm -hmm. of artists and it's going to be great. And then I just found out this week I'm opening for Ben Bailey from Cash Cab. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited. I've never performed at the Orpheum Theater so I'm really excited that uh nate holtz is opening on that show who has also done stuff with improv fall so mm-hmm. we, we've been great to have him as a as a substitute player that's been awesome mm-hmm. and uh long well, that
3: what's his name bobby coyman or something yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh and speaking of that the disarmed has some fun stuff in the works too we can't really talk about stuff yet but stay tuned okay so Good.
2: yeah Good.
3: Debbie's like, ooh, she's and,
2: married to one of the designers. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. This is brand new information. It
4: is brand new information, actually. <laughs> right. so.
3: and, yeah, and uh, shock Check value. Check date book when you get home, Debbie. <laughs> right. uh, and by the way, the 17th, uh, so that works great because I thought an event that was supposed to be on the 17th got moved to the 24th, so. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I could be there. Perfect. I, I can perfect. I can take that nice. in. Uh, in. In the meantime, uh, one of the things we also need to mention, and it's been a uh, month and a half now since it took place but the congratulations on your sioux Falls stage award oh, thank, thank you yeah for what was it called titled actually variety or comedy act
2: i think it was best looking or best, yeah well best we know that regardless most, we smell good it was yeah, something most, about the best
4: a, good smelling team. best good smelling team yeah. that's
2: yeah. what it is best Scent of thing. the year and, <laughs> and you know <laughs> ironic <laughs> that uh the
3: two co-hosts of the evening happened to be at improv Falls yeah right yeah, yeah. what we didn't know we you didn't, didn't know, know. No, okay no no inkling no no in
2: yeah. fact um you know we were Emily and I were backstage talking about you know well what if we win and stuff and I remember we were talking about how we were up against Nate for something but then Nate won yeah oh it was an individual thing and Nate right. won, and we were so happy that he won because yeah, right. obviously right um, so, uh, but no, we had no idea. <laughs> I know <laughs> I had a Jamie
0: Lee Curtis moment in the front row, like when she got best act supporting actor, she's like, shut up. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then we both, Debbie and I were just like high five and it was
3: awesome. So yeah, it was, it was a gr- it was a great uh, evening as always. So uh, fantastic job to all of you. Uh, and again, uh, you're coming up here next Thursday then. So this yeah. will be the 21st. Of September, what's the uh, time, and uh, is it in the Belbus or is it in the Grand? Uh Belvis. It's in the Belvis. Seven thirty okay. p.m. Seven
0: thirty. All right. Yeah. Night Shield is with us. Also, right. shout out to Night Shield, fantastic hip hop artist and good friend of mine, and he's going to be great. And I don't know what we're going to do with Night Shield yet. Wink, wink. Oh. Keeping our
4: cards close to the chest. Yes. Again. Yeah. Exactly twice yeah. now. That'll be fun. Yeah. You All don't right. want to miss it.
0: I like to tease people because <laughs> they'll be like, "Wait, what's going on?" Oh. Buy tickets? Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. The typical last two questions, uh, as uh, per usual, how you answer question number one might determine that we don't need to ask number two. And that in itself is is a punchline. All right. (laughs) So, Chris Andrews, when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? (laughs) You know what? I've gotten into stick figure recently.
2: That's like my new favorite uh, musician. This guy named Stick really? Figure. Yeah, he's like this Americana reggae guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there you oh, go. Okay. There's my answer. Okay,
3: all right. Any other hobbies?
2: Nope. <laughs> 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 no, keeping track of those kiddos, and uh, yeah. I kind of started getting into stained glass, but it's been a while. Wow. i to pick that up again. Well, we'll
3: look forward to more of that, too. Yeah. All right. Debbie, when not part of the entertainment scene, which is like majority of your life, Hmm. What do you like to be entertained by?
4: Um, I have I started a book club with some of my college friends, so that's been fun. We've been reading um, together and then meeting every few months over Zoom to talk about what you read. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love to read. I was an English major, too, and, and yeah, I, I love that. Um, and... I also just started watching Only Murders in the Building, oh, which love is it. so good. So good. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I've Are got you caught my up shows. Now? No, I'm not. Okay. I just uh-huh. finished the first season. This okay. oh, so. is oh. Thursday. She's cut up now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you have 15 episodes. To go. 15 episodes. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good.
3: And then other hobbies.
4: Um, other than Netflix and reading right now and mm. playing with my cat. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. no right. Not at the moment. Zach.
0: Uh, I have been watching The Masked Singer, catching up and watching The Masked Singer. (laughs) Uh, It's so fun. Um, Some of the times I'm like, the guess is they're guessing. I'm just like, Ken Jong, what are you doing? Um, But it's such a fun show. I don't know why. I've just embraced the reality game show thing. It's just super fun to watch. We watched a whole season the last couple days. Um, It's been my week off. Uh, (laughs) And um, another thing I've been doing have been listening to as many albums this that have come out this year as I possibly can to make the most comprehensive albums of the year list that I possibly can do. I've listened to about 500 albums this year. Oh, my god! So um, my rule is if I'm not into it by about three or four tracks, I discard it. I remove it from my Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I, th- that gives me the amount of time to do this. So while I'm working at home, I work remotely. I can just listen to music right. and just work. And Yeah, it's been an interesting. interesting list. Have you
3: told your bosses before that you do that? No. Okay. Good. Uh don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh you didn't hear anything. I don't know if they're going to listen. Oh, no. uh,
0: but it's it's been fun to do and um yeah. Any About other that. hobbies then? Uh I think well play with our I have cats. I have two mm-hmm. cats. We've been taking them outside. Uh oh, one of them brave. loves it. The other hates it. <laughs> uh, so one of them like went outside is so cute. He's just like meow meow eats the grass. Meow. It's like very sweet and the other cat we took him outside and it was like ptsd just like get me out of here <laughs> so they're both very adorable with how they handle hey and we put them on a harness and take them out it's that's been a another thing so tra- training our cats to explore different things around our house and yeah you are
3: such a good dad in that way yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, appreciate it. Zach Dresch, Debbie Jones, and Chris Andrews, thank you all so much. Looking forward to seeing you back on stage next Thursday night, the 21st of September, at the Washington Pavilion in the Belbus. And tickets are available online. Just go to washingtonpavilion.org. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Appreciate it so thank much. You so Thanks, much. Dave. Thanks, Dave.
0: Dave Hollyhour has been brought to you by tjs ceramics studio posh boutique the sky and tea xl chiropractic quality nails jesse moffett entertainment and the sioux falls arts council if you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast simply buy dave a cup of coffee go to DaveHollyhour.com and click on the coffee cup icon don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on instagram and facebook the Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment.
2: Thanks for listening.